Good evening, brothers and sisters. Good to be back to this online service. And we have been talking about Jesus, the chief cornerstone on whom we are to build our life upon. And God administered His grace to us through the ministry of the apostles and prophets. And the importance of us seeking out the apostles because this is such an important ministry so that we can truly receive those revelations, those words that come from God to build our life upon that solid rock. And the last time we shared about receiving the word of God with a spirit of humility, we are quick to listen, having a teachable attitude. Uh, we are slow to speak. We allow the Word of God to really uh, minister uh, to us and really taking in rather than trying to speak and justify ourselves. And then we talk about allowing, uh, be, be slow to anger because the Word of God will really uh, speak against our ego and pride and so on. So we can take offense. So that's how we are to uh, receive the word of God in a correct way. And we want to continue uh, to talk about how do we receive the prophetic voice from God. And it's so important because if we don't hear what God is saying, and we're rejecting Jesus, the chief cornerstone. You know, rejecting those words from God is to reject Jesus as a chief cornerstone. The, the worst that we will uh, face with is that the kingdom is taken away from us. So we don't want that to happen, and that's why we want to really listen to what God is speaking, uh, His prophetic word to the apostles and to the prophets. In the Old Testament, there is this story in 1 King 22. 1 King 22. You know, Jehoshaphat, we learned earlier on, he is the godly king of Judah. And uh, how he sought the prophet to receive the words from the prophet and, and how the nation was saved because of his uh, uh, faith in what the prophet is saying. And he told the nation of Israel, you trust in the words of the prophet, you will be successful. And, and this is a man who believed in, in, in the prophetic voice. And one time he went to visit the king of Israel. Remember, Israel and Judah together, they form uh, the complete nation of Israel. So, so he went to visit the king of Israel and the king of Israel was about to engage in a warfare with uh, the, the, the enemies in 1st King 22 verse 5 but Jehoshaphat also said to the king of Israel first seek the counsel of the Lord so the king of Israel brought together the prophets 
about 400 men and asked them, shall I go to war against Ramoth Gilead or shall I refrain? Go, they answered, for the Lord will give it into the king's hand. But Jehoshaphat asked, is there not a prophet of the Lord here whom we can inquire of? The king of Israel answered Jehoshaphat, There is still one man to whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him because he never prophesies anything good about me, but always bad. So here, the king of Israel is asking the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, to, to join him together to form an alliance because they are brothers to fight against the enemy. The King Jehovah said, let's inquire of the Lord. And so the king of Israel brought 400 prophets. So he also know the importance of seeking the counsel or the, the, uh, seeking God and hearing what the prophet has to say. And he brought along 400 prophets. But when Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, heard those prophecies, he felt something's not right. He felt that these are not the word from the Lord. So it's important when we seek out the apostles, we seek out the prophets, we seek out the true apostles and true prophets of God. You know, there are false prophets, of course. There are false apostles, of course. And that's why there are true apostles and true prophets. We do not want to be, uh, just because they are false prophets, we, we do not want to be so uh, fearful and just, just switch off and cut off all this ministry. But rather we need to seek from the Lord whom God has called, whom God is using to speak to us. So the king of Israel chose these 400 prophets because really, he doesn't want to listen to the truth. He wants to listen to what he wants to listen to. And that's why he hated the prophet of God. Because he said, this prophet of God, I know he's from the Lord. I know he's speaking from God. But I don't like him because every time he speaks bad about me. You see, if you are not open to what God wants to do, you want your own way. Sometimes we can manipulate the situation. Have you seen people, they just want to talk to their own kind? They just want to talk to people who support them, who agree with them. And then they say, you know, so-and-so also agree with me. But there are people they will not uh, go and talk to. You know, because these people they know will not agree with them. Right? So you see, when, when there's evil in our hearts, we... We do not want the truth and therefore we do not want to seek after the prophet of God because we just want to hear what we want to hear. So when truth comes, when the word of God comes, it doesn't necessarily agree with what we desire. So we've got to really lay down ourselves you know, and, and, and say, God, I'm totally open to what you want to uh, speak to me. And so finally, because of the request of the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, the, the king of Israel sent a man to, to look for the true prophet of God. Look at verse 13 of 1 Kings 22. 
the messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, as one man, the other prophets are predicting success for the king. Let your word agree with theirs and speak favorably. But Micaiah said, As surely as the Lord lives, I can tell him only what the Lord tells me. So can you see how manipulative we can become? And so this messenger knew what the king wants. And he told the prophet, you know, please speak and agree with everyone else. Because they are saying, you know, it will be success when they go uh, to fight against their enemies. But Micaiah, being the true prophet, he said, I will only tell him what God says. You know, so when we speak the truth, we may not be in the majority. Remember the nation of Israel? They sent the 12 spies to spy out the promised land. Only two who's, who agree with God and say, let's go and conquer the land. But the rest and the whole nation rise up and refuse to go in. So we, we may be uh, in a minority and, uh, when we speak the truth of God. And that's why sometimes I hear preachers say, you know, I, I can never preach like that in my home church. I can never talk like that. But being prophet, being apostles, we will speak what God says. You know, we can only speak what God, what we believe God is speaking to us. And as a result, persecution comes. And that's how the nation of Israel in the Old Testament, how they persecute the prophets how they beat them. So Micaiah, this prophet, was beaten up and finally imprisoned. Look at 1 Kings 22, verse 27. This is what the king says. Put this fellow in prison and give him nothing but bread and water until I return safely. So the, the true apostles, the true prophets, sometimes we, we, people took offense because of what we preach or because of what we say and the apostle Paul understand this is part of the calling this is part of the ministry so in 1 Corinthians 4 verse 9 he said for it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession like men condemned to die in the arena we have been made a spectacle to the whole universe to angels as well as to men so sometimes what we do, you know, is not being received favorably and, and there will be a lot of rejection, persecution, misunderstanding uh, going on because we are truthful to our calling, uh, truthful to the Word of God. Paul, the apostles who uh, helped to uh, start this church in Corinth end up being rejected by them uh, uh, in this particular time and that's when he wrote this letter. So, beside calling for the prophets and apostles, may I add, for the New Testament, uh, in the New Testament era now, we got to call, we got to seek out the true, the right apostles and prophets. And after we have listened to them, it's very important that we respond to the word appropriately. You see, when the king of 
Jehoshaphat, uh, king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, asked to inquire of the Lord. The question they asked the prophet is, shall I go to war against Ramoth Gilead or shall I refrain? So, you go with an open heart to hear what God has to say and respond whether to go or not to go. But in this case, after listening to the word of the true prophet, even Jehoshaphat did not respond appropriately. Okay. Uh, why? You know, he, he is a man who honored the prophet of God. And in this occasion, what did the prophet say? The prophet said that, well, if you go to war, he told the king of Israel, you will be killed. And all these who say, go, go and fight, and, 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 and you'll be successful, all those are speaking with a lying spirit in them. So King Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, when he heard this voice, he will know that when they go to war, they will be defeated. The king of Israel will be killed. And if he is smart, if he knows how to respond appropriately, he would not go. He would say, no, no, I cannot go because the word of God is telling you not to go. You will die. The false prophet is telling you to go and you will, you will be successful. But Jehoshaphat in this occasion did not respond appropriately. Why? Look at what, uh, it's, it's because of his relationship with the king of Judah. Look. Look at 1 Kings 22, verse 2 to 4. He said, But in the third year, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, went down to see the king of Israel. The king of Israel had said to his officials, Don't you know that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us, and yet we are doing nothing to retake it from the king of Aram? So he asked Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to fight against Ramoth Gilead? Jehoshaphat replied to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. Can you see the, 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 the words of Jehoshaphat? I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. You know, relational bond can blind us to the truth. Because they are like Abangade, right? Judah, Israel, one nation. So Jehoshaphat, you know, say we are one people. I will go. You see, so relational bonding clouds us from our senses of listening to the truth of God. So in this case, instead of saying, no, we cannot go, you cannot go, I don't want to go because God is not in it. Jehoshaphat went with the king of Israel. And do you know he nearly lose his, uh, lost his life? Verse 32, when the chariots commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they thought, surely this is the king of Israel. So they turned to attack him. But when Jehoshaphat cried out, the chariots commanders saw that he was not the king of Israel and stopped pursuing him. Can you imagine? They are about to kill him. And he cried out. You know, because of the grace of God, because of the mercy of God, he wasn't killed. He could have been killed. 
because he didn't listen to the voice of the prophet in this occasion, or rather, he didn't respond appropriately uh, to the voice of the prophet. And Jesus knew this is going to be a problem with us, you know, if we want to follow him. And that's why in, in Luke 14, verse 26, uh, 26, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciples. You know, we see many people because of friendship, because of relationship, because this is their relative, this is their, you know, their, their family members. When they're faced with that kind of situation, they can't choose what is right. They just follow what their relational uh, 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 bonding, their, their people tells them to do. They cannot say no to them. They cannot do the right thing. And Jesus knew about it. And if we want to listen to the voice of the prophets, the voice of the apostles, we've got to know how to make right decisions. We've got to stand firm with Jesus Christ as our chief cornerstone. We'll fix our eyes on Jesus, not on the people, not on this one who is so close to me. It doesn't matter who they are. You know, if you build on Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, you will want to follow what Jesus said. Your mind, your heart got to be clear in order to be able to make that kind of decision. And Jesus said, if you, if you don't, you cannot be my disciples. If you're going to allow those relational bonding to drag you to follow them, rather than follow me as a chief cornerstone, you cannot be my disciples. You are those builders who have rejected me. Okay, so facing with the truth, we've got to respond, not react. We've got to respond appropriately, deliberately to what God is saying to us. So in this case, for Jehoshaphat, it's not to go with the king of Israel to fight or else he could be in danger. Well, he could lose his life. So we can also reject, uh, resist against the truth of God. And uh, many times it's because of self-righteousness. We think we are so right. You know, the, the, the nation of Israel, the Jews, they know the law. They believe they know what God wants. And so when God speaks to them about the heart, about true righteousness, they, they cannot receive. They thought they are doing okay because of legalistic righteousness. And that's what happened to the Apostle Paul. Well, or Saul, when he was a Pharisee of, of the Pharisee. He thought he's doing God a favor. He's following God and killing the Christian, persecuting the church. He felt so righteous in his heart. And so that is a big danger with the people of God. Why people never change? Because they refuse the truth. They think they are right. And, and they took offense against those messengers of God, just like the Jews did. And they are, the uh, Saul of Tarsus, that's what he did. He resists against the truth, even though 
he felt, he knew in his, in, in his deepest heart that this is God. And yet in his mind, in his tradition, in his practice, he cannot accept. And so he resists the truth. And so when, when he encountered the Lord Jesus in, on that road of Damascus, look at how he described it in Acts 26 verse 14. He said, we all fell to the ground and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the gods. So you see, the apostles knew, well, Saul of Tarsus at that time, he knew in his heart the truth, but yet he's fighting against it because that goes against his traditional and, and his learning and uh, against what, what he has been receiving. So we, we, we can resist the truth and think that we're doing the right thing and persecute the messenger of God. So revelation often comes to us at a price. Okay, we have to let go. We have to get down from our horse like Saul Tarsus did. He was strike down, fall to the ground. We have to get down from our horse. Whatever we are doing, we got to stop it. Whatever we are doing, we, you know, in, 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 the, in a particular direction, we have to turn around. We got to repent. When the word of God comes to us, we got to humble ourselves. Otherwise, we, we cannot receive the word that God is speaking to the apostles and prophets. So I trust that today, this evening, you learn something that is important to recognize the apostolic and prophetic voice that God is speaking to us. And also, we need to not just hear the word of God. Because too many of us, we are just hearing and hearing and hearing. But we have to deliberately, consciously decide to follow the instruction, the commands, the word that God has, has spoken to us through the apostles, through the prophets. And we have to rightly lay our foundation upon Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, and not allow relationship, the bonding uh, that we have in life to, to, to take us away from fixing our eyes on Jesus, our apostle, whom we should fix our eyes on. Okay? So we're going to pray right now. Father, we thank you for your words. We thank you for giving us apostles and prophets to speak into our life, to lay the foundation uh, for us so that we are building on Jesus, the chief cornerstone. We pray, O oh God, that you will bless everyone who listened to this message and we pray that we will know how to seek up the apostle that you have given to us and, 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 and we will know how to follow the commands, the word that you have released through them to us so that we are blessed, so that we can inherit your kingdom and be fruitful. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again next week. Amen.